Welcome back. Welcome back. It's lights out. And away we go. Yes. We always get that right. Yeah. You get the star right. We never get... <laughs> you, won't, you guys won't notice this, but whenever we do the exit, the <laughs> outro, we get it wrong like three, four times in a row. <laughs> and we can't get it right. But we always get the intro right. We do get the intro. Yeah. Maybe it's just natural. It's the start of it. Yeah. We've got lots of energy. We just never want to end them. Just never want to end them. Yeah. Oh. But we have to at some point. We have to at some point. Um, yeah. Cool. So this is episode two of our f1 for dummies or f101 because i called it two different things <laughs> we're you are a dummy. It. i'm gonna stick it yeah yeah, yeah. F- the f1's for me the dummy no the f1 no you're the f you're teaching the f101 i'm the f1 the dummy yes <laughs> there yeah. you go there you go i did it on purpose yes see you're purpose. a step you're one step ahead I'm one mate. step ahead love one that step ahead. Um, so yeah, so we obviously talking about the basics. We did last episode. We did um, just a general overview of Formula One, mm-hmm. a very small overview of how the races go and you know race mm-hmm. weekend and teams and all those sorts of things. Um, so this week we're doing tires and strategy. Cool tires and strategy. So what the reason why we wanted to do this is you sort of had a bit of a background into F one. Yep, but then you're like. We thought that these are the sort of things that make the actual race interesting. Yes, of course. Because I've had, well, we can actually say, have this question a bit, but we've had a few questions about, okay, if you told us all of this, like, why is the racing actually interesting? Then why don't they just finish where they started in qualifying and stuff? So, absolutely. Yeah, so we can get into it. Cool. So, should we start with tyres? Let's start with tyres first, because that influences strategy, which yes. you will see. Yes. So... I don't know, Adam. Do you want to explain how a tyre actually works? Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. Um, tyres are very, very, very important. Very important. Very important. Yeah. On your road car, what kind of tyres do you go for normally? I have some new ones. They're like low-profile Continentals, I want to say. See, I like the Continentals as well. Yeah. And I feel like you should always... Get... My my advice for anyone who's getting tyres is yeah. go mid-range. So you don't think like Pirelli's? No. Okay. Because but you also don't think yeah. like... I don't actually know any other brands. Any... Either. There's... Yeah, there's Michelin's, Pirelli's, Continental's, Bridgestone's. Bridgestone's. I would always go like a Bridgestone or a Continental. Okay. Yep. So the reason why is because mid-range means you're getting a certain level of quality, mm. but with a with a fair price yeah for a fair price you go pirelli don't get me wrong that's they're phenomenal tires yeah but are you really getting the most out of them not in your normal car like are you gonna you just be driving 70 on the motorway like yeah in a straight line yeah don't get me wrong safety wise you're loving life yeah safety wise but yeah so you what are you normally continentals or something i think i'm continentals yeah Yeah, i think mine are continentals as well i like yeah i like those Hmm. so anyway that was just something interesting that i thought yeah, actually. Well, actually, I'm going to go into... So the team that make the tyres mm-hmm. are Pirelli. And I know we said Pirelli are like the bougie tyres. They have one of bougie cars. So yeah, um, Pirelli make the tyres for every single team. Mm-hmm. And they're the exact same tyres for every single team. Every team has the same tyres. Yeah. There's no variety. So the teams don't manufacture their own set. No. Yeah, they, it's the same pair, It's the same tyres and they're given and allocated a certain amount to each team every yeah. race. Yeah, And they Pirelli. have these... A sweep of tyres, and they can use them throughout the Grand Prix weekend. Absolutely. In back in the day, back in the day, you had teams which used like there were two different manufacturers. You had Bridgestone and Michelin tyres, mm-hmm. 
and you used to have two different teams like two different tire manufacturers and they partnered with certain teams and the reason f1 didn't like that and the reason they got rid of it in 2007 onwards was the fact that you could build an amazing car but then because of the tire war then it came down to really because the tires play such a key part yeah to how the car actually performs on track mm -hmm. that you could have i think uh bridgestone was doing awfully oh really so um michelin's michelin make great tires yeah yeah and well, bridgestone made good. the best with ferrari and the, the reason for the dominance was also because of that bridgestone tire uh, well they as well they, as the very, um did they work together very well they worked closely. together really well but they were like very short life so they wouldn't last many laps but you could just pit loads of time and go very quickly mm. but then because of rule changes without getting too complicated bridgestone became rubbish michelin dominated and all the teams around bridgestone sucked yeah so they moved everyone over to just one tire manufacturer. It started in 2011. And that was? Pirelli. Pirelli. Yeah. Okay, so we'll go from there. So yeah. Um, so yeah, so like I say, tires are genuinely one of the most important things in Formula One. Yeah. They are the only point of the car that's actually touching the drag. Yes. That's how important they are. They yeah. They're the only thing that makes the car move forward. Yeah. Well, well in a way. If you get what I mean. Yeah, no, no, we get what you mean. You it's get the, what I mean. It's the only, like, everything connects to make the tyres touch the track. Touch the track. And go forward. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So there are, in Formula One, mm. there are five different types of tyre. Mm -hmm. Which are they, please, JJ? They are the C1. Yes. C2. Yes. C3. What's after C3? You'll never guess this. Go on. C5. What? No, that's not. No, I'm joking. <laughs> oh, I was about to go, whoa. C4 and C5. C4. C1, yeah. C2, 3, C4. 4, and 5. Yeah. So you got the okay. C1 to 5 yep. are the dry tyres. Mm -hmm. The C1 is the softest tyre. Mm -hmm. The C5 is the hardest tyre. Mm -hmm. We'll explain what that means in a little bit because that probably doesn't make too much sense right now. Yeah. But every time you go to a Grand Prix, the FIA pick three tires to go to that three dry tires, and they either pick the C1, the C2, and the C3, mm -hmm. or they'll pick the C2, the C3, the C4, or they'll pick the C3, the C4, the C5. Okay, they'll never pick the C1 and the C5 together, or the C1 and the C4 together, yeah, because or the C2 and the C5 together, I guess, yeah. Because there's, because as we'll explain in a bit, there's too much of a difference. So yes, um, they always have those three. And when you're actually at the Grand Prix, they're known as the soft, the medium, and the hard compound tire. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And what the color of the soft is always red. red. The color of the medium is always yellow. yellow, and the color of the hard is always white. white. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's easy to tell when yeah. you're watching the race what type of tire is on each car. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So all you've really got to think about is the soft tire goes the quickest around one lap. Yep. But lasts the shortest amount of time. It degrade. It there's lots of degradation of the tire. Yeah. Because so the tire breaks down. Yes. Basically. Because yeah. it's got the most. Because it's the softest actual rubber. Yeah. It creates the most friction on yeah. the track. Yeah. So even though it goes the fastest, it will wear the quickest. Yeah. It will run out quickly. It will run out. Yeah. So the hard tire, the white one. Mm -hmm um has generates the least amount of friction yep so wears down the slowest but then that also means that it goes the slowest around the it does it's got the least amount of grip yeah. 
And if you can guess what the yellow one's for, the mediums is in between those two. A blend of. A blend of those two. So Absolutely. it's a bit faster than the white tire. Yep. Bit slower than the red, but it lasts a bit longer than the red and a bit shorter than the white. Yes. Yeah. So in a way, it's it's a very happy medium. And to be honest, I mean they used every race yeah. really. Yeah, yeah. They use pretty much every race. Yeah. You sometimes don't see hards. Sometimes. So yeah, you'd, so you'd say the race. medium is the most used tire. I would say probably. probably. Would, would you say throughout the year? Yeah, because it's the most like average tire. Yeah. So, but like during a race, you have to use at least two of the compounds so a compound is like the soft a medium or a hard yeah so you have to use at least two of them so you either have to use a soft tire and a medium tire yep a soft tire and a hard tire or a soft tire and a hard tire or a medium and a hard yeah so on so on yeah yeah, yeah. so you, you have, have to, to use two of the compounds throughout the race if you don't you get disqualified yes yeah okay but th but so that's I mean, why you saw nothing I've ever seen that happen so no no teams don't get that wrong no, they don't know. But that's why you saw in Baku. I don't know if you if if you watched the race, you saw in Baku right at the end of the Grand Prix on the final lap, Esteban Ocon pitted for tires. Yes, because he's he gone the to. whole race on those tires, trying to hope something will happen, and then he had to use the other tire, so he had to pit on the final lap. So otherwise, he'd been disqualified. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so that gives you a general idea of those slick tires. Yeah. Then there's two more sets of tyres, mm -hmm. which are your intermediates mm -hmm. and then your fully wets. And what colour are they? One, the intermediates are green, mm -hmm. the fully wets are blue. Yeah. Yep. Yes. So you'll also know those as well when you see them. Yeah. And when do you use them? So you'll use your intermediate tyres when it's it's damp, it's a bit, you know, maybe drizzly, a little bit spitting, so it's not yeah. super wet. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when you you'll use them when it's damp on the yeah. track. Yeah. The fully wets are when it's very wet, when yeah. there's puddles, when it's really raining, and you know, and the track is really really wet. Yeah. And the whole idea for these tires, they're more like your road tires, where they'll have grooves. You'll see the grooves actually mm -hmm. in the tire. Yeah. Yeah. And the grooves in the tire are there to actually dis um, displace the water from the track. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? So that it keeps grip. Yeah. If you were to keep your normal slick tyres, the C1s to 5s, you would do something called aquaplane. Do you know mm. what aquaplaning is? You can explain aquaplaning. Yeah, so aquaplaning is... So you might feel this. If you go over a big puddle in your car and your car sort of moves about a bit, yeah. not under your control, yeah. that is because what's happening is... And this is, what happened, this is the reason why you have to have wet tyres with F1 cars, is because if you were to use a dry tyre over that, um, where there's no grooves, the car will go over the puddle not be touching the tarmac mm -hmm. and then just slide off that's randomly. it so, no so if you imagine there'll be tarmac on top of the tarmac would be a layer of water yeah and then on top of the water would be the tire so there's yeah. no actual grip between the tarmac and the tire yeah so then the car just has no grip and just slides and slides Spin off, yeah and spins off into yeah. a wall so you, you have, have to have those grooves in the tire yeah to expel the water yeah yeah, yeah? And the intermediate tyres can expel about 12 to 15 millimetres of water. Mm -hmm. The wet, full wet tyres are 20 to 25-ish millimetres of water that they expel. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So That's those are general the, idea. Those are all the tyres. Yeah. Do you and... want to explain exactly how a tyre works and how it gives its grip? Oh, gosh. There's the different compounds. The... Yeah. You're going to have to be more into so, me. Yeah so, yeah. so what happens with that is basically... When you have a tyre and it's going across the track, you know, we talked about friction earlier. Mm -hmm. So what basically happens is with the softer tyres, 
the amount of energy required to melt the tire is less. So yep. when you're going around the track and generating friction, the tire sort of slightly melts a bit. And it like, I don't know if you guys know what like hot rubber feels like, but it's very sticky. Mm-hmm. So it sticks to the ground. Yeah. So that's how it generates the grip. So the reason why the hards generate less grip is it takes more energy to heat the tire up. Mm-hmm. So it ends up not melting as much and not becoming sticky enough, basically. Yes. Yeah. So okay. that's how a tire works. I get you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Great. And then there are obviously um, a few things with the tires. So the tires are actually filled with nitrogen gas. I didn't know that. Not your normal um, kind of oxygen, your normal kind of CO2 mm. um, or whatever it is. Um, that's just because the, the nitrous um, nitrogen gas is just more consistent when it comes to, uh, you know, the differences in heat. Mm. Um, and obviously tires get hot, very hot. Mm. And obviously the changes in in heat depending on you know where you are on the track you know where you know going into different corners whether it's a long sweeping corner whether it's a whatever it is yeah it needs to be able to deal and there needs to be that security or um structure in the tire doesn't change yeah in the differences in temperature so nitrogen mm-hmm. nitrogen gas is the best one for that interesting yes interesting i like that one um so we did say that the the tires are obviously fixed like they're they're built exactly the same for everyone yep However, F1 teams do have a little bit of control over the tire pressure. So what tire pressure is basically how hard, how much air, well, how much nitrogen, how much nitrogen is in the tire. So yeah. a team would put, and any team can, so that you can pick between about 19 PSI to like 24-ish PSI. You know, that's really not a lot. It's not a lot. It's no. not a lot at all. In your normal road car, you're looking between 30 to mine's, 34. Yeah, mine's like 36. I depending. Think. Yours is th- wow, 36. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's less than your normal kind of road car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the reason why you would put more tire pressure in, because when you put it more, when you put more tire pressure in the car, the, it becomes more like a balloon. So the more tire pressure you have in the car or in the tire, the less of the tire that's touching the ground because it's just becoming a bit more like a balloon. Yeah. So you would put more, a higher pressure in the car when there's a lot of straights because it creates less friction with the ground, which means that you're, mm. um, it's creating less resistance against the car. So you get a higher top speed. There's less of actual, there's less of actual rubber touching, touching the ground. So, yeah. yeah. So if you were to, yeah. So as it's going over, as it's rolling, the less, yeah, the less rubber touching the ground, the less friction, the less, that it's yeah had less sticking yeah you'll go faster in the straight yeah. won't you but it also the higher pressure means that the heat is transferred through the tire quicker so even though you go quicker in a straight line you're going to melt that tire quicker so you'll use up the best grip of the tire quicker yes um you would go for a lower pressure when there's lots of turns which one will be heating the tires up a lot yeah and also if you need more grip because then more tire is touching the ground yes yeah but you have it's very clever, isn't it? It's very, very clever. It's so cool. Mm, really, really cool. Really cool. Um, so that's sort of everything about tires. Whoa, so, ooh, one more thing: the, the the tire sizes, which is interesting. Yeah. So, a few years ago, uh, this has changed since the new regulations have come in. Yeah. So since twenty twenty two. Since twenty twenty two, before the tire sizes were thirteen inches. Yeah. In diameter. Yeah. So your yeah. regular road car, the wheel rim, like, you know, the spokes bit of your car, that will have a, that, that will be like 18, 19 inches. Yeah. So an F1 wheel rim 
was 13 inches. 13 inches. Mm. So they were small. Tiny. They were tiny, tiny. Now, in the new regulations, they've now gone up to 18 inches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So apparently that's meant to do with stability. They they or something like that. I can't, I can't remember I why. I think I don't fully know why. There's a reason why they did it. Yeah. We can Google it. We Google it. Yeah. We'll Google it. Um, but yes, they have changed the regulations to mean the tyres are now bigger. Yeah. Which makes it look cooler, I think. Yeah. Exactly, definitely. And they <laughs> um, do look cooler. Bigger rims are cooler. Bigger rims are cooler. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So obviously, you know, the tires will change. The yeah. tires have obviously changed drastically. Yeah. Um. From how yeah. they were a couple of years ago. Yeah. Cool. So, so go on then. So let's let's go into strategy well, about yeah. why why you need to change tires. What sort of tires are better on what tracks? We we have gone into that a small amount. Yeah, we've gone into it a bit a little bit, but the reason why we went through tires first is because. The whole strategy of a race, and it's probably the most interesting part of a Formula One race, is the strategy behind it. Yeah. Is because because you have to make those pit stops, the whole the tires dictate the whole strategy. And how the car interacts with the tires dictate the whole strategy. Mm-hmm. So not every team, because they all have built a different car, you could have two teams running on the same tire but they're going to wear that tire out more. And it's all to do with how much energy they're putting into the tire, how much they're basically melting the tire as such, um, how long it takes to heat up and how consistently they can keep that consistent temperature in the tire. Mm-hmm. Because a stone cold tire, it's not going to be melting on the track. You're not going to get any grip, even if it's a soft, mm-hmm. but an overheated tire is going to be too melty. And it's going to slide. Yeah. It's going to slide. Yeah. So that's where you've got to find the happy medium yeah. and find the optimum tyre temperature yeah. for that track and those conditions. Yeah. And the team that can do that the best will be the fastest team. Yeah. Yeah. They have to think about their their actual... Because each obviously each car is different as well, which we've spoken about. So they will have to think about their strategy for their specific car on that specific track with that specific weather mm. with that specific temperature every yeah. single week to optimize and get the most out of that car out yeah. of those tires that they can that's yeah. why all the strategies will be slightly different slightly different a few laps in between here and there yeah yeah so a race strategy as we said you have to use two tires yep you have a full team who basically sit down before the race they will map out with simulations based so the reason why they do the practice runs is to see sort of how their car is interacting with the tires at that track in those that weekend's conditions. And then they use the practice sessions that they've had to basically map out how they think a perfect race will go. Yep. And then they map out how an imperfect race will go and they'll map out lots of different scenarios yep. for what will happen, basically. And they'll look at all the data and they'll basically be like, right, in a perfect day, we're going to be pitting on this lap at this time and then changing onto this tyre sort of thing. Yeah. And every single team will do that. Mm-hmm. So, for example, it could be, um, you know, they, they could say, right, we've, we're on a track. It's got lots and lots of long straights. It's really, really warm today. So um, we think the best strategy would be to go out on the hards, stay for a longer stint mm. and then come in nearer the end of the race go for the softs and then go as quick as we can yeah. all the way to the end. Yeah. That's just an example of something they might be thinking about yeah. Yeah. for their strategy for that weekend. But things do change. Yeah. Obviously. Things always change. Things other always things change. always get involved. But I could be on the other team and be like, oh, 
we want to go on the soft tires first, mm -hmm. have a quick start, then go on to the harder tires at the end, yeah, and just run to the end. Yes. So the interest that's a very basic way of putting, yeah, of yeah, saying what you know teams might be thinking of. Well, well, this is sort of like the the basic interesting bit of F one is like you could have two cars where one starts on the soft tires and is going to go to the hard tires after their one pit stop they do. Mm -hmm. And so that means that at the start of the race, they're going to be really quick, but their tires are going to melt quickly, basically. Yeah. Whereas another team can start on the hard tire, mm -hmm. be slower, so he gets a bit of a gap behind, like there's a bit of a gap built between them because the other guy's going quicker. Mm -hmm. But then he has to pit and go onto hard tires, which is the same tire as what the other guy's on. And then when that guy pits, he goes onto the quicker tire and he'll be chasing that guy back up yeah. at the end of the race. Absolutely. So that's where the interesting stuff happens. Yes. Really. Absolutely. Yeah. It's great. It's such good stuff. It is great stuff. It's so good. Yeah. So I would also like to ask you a question mm. with regards, because sometimes, obviously we do, we have said before, obviously we said before this, that the soft tire is the fastest tire. Yeah. However, there are exemptions to this rule. There's very few exemptions, There's but there few, are exemptions. There are exemptions to this. Yeah. There's very few of them, but there are times when you'll hear pundits or you'll hear any, you know, people say, the, the car this weekend is doing fantastically well and is the fastest on this tyre. Yeah. O on race pace. On race pace. So, do, you do you have anything you'd like to add to that? Well, so, okay. So race pace is the sort of race... So you have your one lap pace, which is qualifying pace. And yep. that's how quickly you can go over one lap. Yeah. Then you have your race pace, which is how quickly you can go over these 78 laps or whatever. So that would be like your one lap pace might be like one minute, 10 seconds. But your race pace is one hour, 38 seconds. Mm -hmm. So if I was to put a, a set of softs on, this could happen. This could happen for someone where they put a set of softs on mm -hmm. and they're like, if they went for a whole race, they would be very quick at the beginning, but because the tire would break down and go away from them, once the tire sort of loses that peak grip, it is called dropping off a cliff, where the tire suddenly becomes very slidey because you've gone all the, through the rubber and you're through to the canvas, which has no friction and no grip. So then you would be incredibly slow at the end of the race. So you can't just stick on the fastest tire. So... When people say that their rate, their race strategy, they're faster on the mediums is because they can sustain a good lap, one single lap time for a lot of laps. Yeah. Which means that their overall race time yeah. goes down. Yeah. And the person who has the shortest race time wins the race because yes. they've done the race in the quickest time. Yeah. Yeah. Bang. Nailed it. So that's the other interesting thing about it. Yeah. Is, and you get even more outside scenarios where the red soft tire is so soft that it can't even complete one full lap of a race yeah without fall without falling off mm -hmm. so even over one lap that car that is it's too slow of a tire but that's yeah. a very rare scenario and that's very. when that's when the fia have messed up and they should have gone with like the c they might have gone with like the c one two and three yeah but they should have picked the c three four five yeah um but then you have other races. There's also another interesting thing which can happen. Yeah. Where you have Esteban Ocon, who just spent the whole race on one tire. Yeah. And his pace didn't drop off at all. Yeah. That's when they picked the C3, 4, 5, when they should have picked the C2, 3, 4. 
instead. Very good. Yeah. So, it's so cool. It is really cool. This is why we love it. This is mm. why we love it. This sort of stuff is why we watch it every week. Yeah. It's, it's, so it's what makes it so interesting because... So, funnily enough, actually, so the Red Bull, um, because of how their front, their car works, basically the front suspension, basically how it works, it can't put heat into the tire quickly. So over one lap, you know, you do, we said you have an out lap where you're driving to warm the tires up, then you do your fast lap, then you do an in lap. The car can't generate enough heat in the tire to get it at the right tire temperature that we were talking about where mm-hmm. it's at its fastest. Yeah. So that's why the Red Bull doesn't blow everyone away away in the qualifying. Mm -hmm. But when it goes to the race, because it has more laps to get up to the right temperature, and then it can stay in that temperature window really well, then that's why it's so much quicker in a race. But in qualifying, it's not. Mm. Whereas the Ferrari can get up to temperature really quickly. Really quick. So it's amazing in qualifying because it just has to do a very slow out lap and it's already at perfect temperature. It can do a very quick lap. Yeah. And then pit, and then it's done a great lap. Mm-hmm. But then in the race, it does a great first lap, but then the tires get too hot. Yeah. And then they have to either slow down to get cool the tires back down, or the tire just loses its grip. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Hmm. Strategy, more strategy you want to talk about? Um, Ferrari suck at it. Ferrari suck at it. So this has yeah. been a this has been an ongoing issue for Ferrari. Yeah. And we spoke about it a little bit in our Ferrari episode. Yeah. Go back and listen to that. Um <laughs> that their strategy over the past couple of seasons have been awful. Horrendous. Yeah. Diabolical in every sense of the word. The funny thing is, you think that after we've explained this all, you think that, you know, you have all this data, like how can they not just, you know, pit at the right time yeah but but the interesting thing that happens is they can simulate all this data but then after maybe like the first 10 laps they can see actually you know what we're not using the tire up as much it's still going as fast as we thought yeah so good teams can sort of change their strategy depending on mid-race what happens like they can adapt basically yeah ferrari can't no then just not doing that well at all yeah, because there might be a safety car, which means that you're not going at full pace, so you're not using as much tire up, mm-hmm. or, you know, I don't know, they could just be a bit faster than they thought, or a bit slower than they thought, but they yeah. just, they can't seem to adapt. Yeah. Whereas a team like Red Bull or Mercedes, they can adapt very well. Yeah. So, Can you explain the, is it undertaking? Can you explain oh, yeah. undertaking? So I think that's really so, interesting. This is very strategic as well. Yeah. Where, where in a race, like you said, some teams will adapt and will change depending on what other teams are doing. Yeah. So, so this is what Rachel's yeah. question was, actually. She asked, what is an undercut and what's an overcut? Yes. Yeah. This, and this is great stuff. Yeah. When you see one of these, they're so fun. It's great. It's great. Yeah. From the jingle. Ba, 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 da, ba. Rachel's question time. but this was her question so her question was what is so in a race you'll hear all the time as soon as someone's pits they'll be like they're in the undercut or they're doing an overcut yeah so as we said when a tire comes out of the blank like when the the tires first use it's all fresh nice and sticky rubber yep so that's when it's at its fastest Mm -hmm. The, uh, the first lap that you go out on or the second lap you do it's the second one isn't it the, the second lap one, you do. Yeah, the yeah. first one gets rid of that initial shine. Yeah. That's why tyres look really shiny when they come out as well. Yeah. 
and then the second lap you do that's the best that's the best because that's where it's taken off the shine and then it's the perfectly smooth and nice rubber no dirt on it nothing of that it's just perfectly touching the ground yeah that's the best lap you'll ever do on that the sweet spot let's say you have max Verstappen in p1 Mm -hmm. lewis hamilton in p2 yeah max is going really quick lewis is like about a second two seconds behind maybe even three seconds behind can't quite get close enough to Verstappen to pass him or get in DRS range. So what they might do is Mercedes might call Lewis Hamilton into the pit stop. Yeah. And they'll put some new tires on because that's going to be, even if Max is on some soft tires and they put new hard tires on because they're new tires, they're going to be quicker than Max Verstappen's soft tires. Yeah. Because they're old. Because they're old. Yeah. So, Max Verstappen has to do a lap of the race, while Lewis has pitted, has come out, and he's going to do a lap of the race, but he's going to do it on this new, faster tyre. Yeah. So, by the time Max comes into the pit, he can come in that next lap into the pit stop, but because Lewis has done a whole lap on the new, fast tyre, whereas Max has done a whole lap on a slower tyre, what's going to happen is Lewis Hamilton might be able to, by the time they pass each other, he's passed Max. Yeah. And he's in the lead now. And Max yes. is going to come behind him. Yeah. So that is called an undercut. That is called an undercut. Okay. Yeah. Now explain the overcut. So an overcut is it's a more niche scenario that only happens at tracks where the tyres don't lose their speed too much around the lap. The more laps you do. So it might be Max Verstappen's in the lead. Lewis Hamilton's behind. Lewis Hamilton pits, puts new tyres on comes out but because the tires are not they're not degrading max verstappen doesn't lose much time and is actually going faster than lewis hamilton goes around the track because lewis hamilton is taking a long time to heat his tires up to the right window because there's not a lot of friction happening from the track so it's a very rare case this happens yeah but where it happens in like monaco and stuff Mm -hmm. where it takes the, the track just doesn't have a lot of friction so the tires take a long time to heat up. Lewis Hamilton's actually driving slower, even though he's on new tires. By the time he heats his tires up, Max Verstappen can pit and come out still ahead. And then he has, even though he's going to take a little time to heat his tires up, his tires are now younger than Lewis Hamilton's. So when you get to the end of the race, Max Verstappen's tires might be only 20 laps old, whereas Lewis Hamilton's tires are 30 laps old. Yeah. Which means that at the end of the race, Max Verstappen will be faster. Yeah. But that's a lot more of a niche scenario that doesn't happen very often you don't really want an overcut yeah. really do you <laughs> no you an, over, really an overcut's one. very rare yeah it's very rare you only ever see it at monaco or i can't think of another track i think monaco is like the only track you really see it okay yeah very um but that is in, yeah that's a great question from rachel's question times it was a great question from love her. that one. yeah yeah that's yeah. a really good one cool anything else of note um I'm trying to think is there any, was, were we doing just specific kind of tyre strategy today or was there any other just strategy? No, so this, no I think it's just like tyre strategy. Just tyre strategy. Yeah, today. that's the main thing. Perfect. Yeah. I think we nailed it. Cool. Well, we, I, I hope that makes sense. I do hope that makes sense. Yeah, because it, yeah. it gets a little bit wordy yeah. and it's, there's not really any other way around that. There's lots of like buzzwords and stuff that they use. Yeah. So if, if you guys don't understand anything, like we really appreciated all the feedback that we got from the last episode. Yeah. So um, please just 
let us know. Let us know. If there's more stuff about tires, we can do it in the next F1 for Dummies yeah. slash F1 101. Slash F1 101. I'm the dummy. He tells the F1 the 101. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, please let us know. Yeah. Because um, we, we, we want to educate. Absolutely. And we, we love doing this. So. Yeah. We really hope this uh, this series you know people enjoy this series yeah we're really it's fun to make as well yeah it is good fun it is yeah. good fun we learn lots of new stuff ourselves we do i've yeah. learned more i've learned some new stuff today definitely so that's great yeah cool well uh thanks so much for watching um and thanks so much for listening and obviously we hope you enjoyed it yeah. and uh we'll see you very soon it's lights out take care peace